Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, everybody. I am Lucia Matuonto, and welcome to the Relatable Voice podcast, a talk show where my guests and I talk about relatable everyday situations, books, and the environment we live in. Remember to subscribe and follow the podcast on social media so you can be notified when a new episode is available. Let's begin. If you are an author or a writer and you want to get some exposure, be sure to come meet Lucia over at worldauthors.org for Uncut with Lucia. There, she will be hosting a series exclusively for authors, writers, poets, and wordsmiths. In this first episode, I'll be talking with Derek Addison, directly from Honolulu. Derek is originally from Lakeland, Florida, and is an active duty U.S. Air Force member. He's a cryptologic language analyst and has been in the Air Force for 18 years. Hi, Derek. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. Derek, we both have living abroad in common. You told me that you lived in Korea. How long did you live in South Korea for? Uh, in total, I lived in Korea for five years. Uh, I started in 2005, and I stayed there for a two-year tour there, my first time, so 2005 to 2007. And then I returned in 2009 with my wife and my oldest daughter, uh, and I stayed there for three years for that tour, um, so from 2009 to 2012, so five years in total. That sounds interesting. And did you live in Seoul? I didn't live in Seoul. I visited Seoul a lot, though. Um, so the base, the Air Force base that I was stationed at is Osan Air Base. And it's about an hour south of Seoul if you take a train um, or a bus. I'm not as familiar with East Asia. Were you at all concerned about moving to Korea? Or were you nervous? Or were you excited? I was definitely excited. So with my job, I spent a lot of time learning about Korea and the Korean language and the culture. But learning it in a classroom in California is a lot different than actually going to the country. So I was really excited about the firsthand experience of being to another country and seeing a completely different culture than what I grew up with uh, firsthand. So I was definitely excited. I was a little nervous. It is the first time, or it was the first time that I had left my family and moved, obviously, across the world um, with no real support system. Obviously, the military is a great support system uh, for things like that because they want you to succeed and everything. So, but it was definitely, it was exciting. There was a, there was a lot of nerves at first, but um, those were soon overshadowed by the awe that I had whenever I, when I was in Korea. 
Yes, I understand. Uh, that must be very difficult to stay so far away without your family. Derek, how can I say thank you in Korean? So thank you is, um, so with a lot of Korean words, it's, there's a lot of syllables, but uh, whenever you say it, you know, kind of fluently, uh, it kind of scrunches together. So the syllables are kamsahamnida, but whenever you say it, you know, it just in normal speech, you would say kamsahamnida. So it's almost like kamsaham with like a S-A-H. Uh, like an aspiration, you know, more air, and then hamnida. So, comes hamnida. Wow. Comes uh, hamnida. This is more difficult than learning German. <laughs> Can you tell us some cool facts about South Korea and your experience there? So, Korea is, uh, obviously, I was in South Korea, whereas North Korea is a, you know, the hermit nation. They're very closed off. Um, so, in South Korea, it is about the size of uh, the state of Indiana. It's a, it's a pretty small state or you know small country where you can take a train from the very top to the bottom and get there in about uh, two and a half hours. So it is a very small country. However, there's a lot of diversity. So each kind of region is set up uh, in, they're called provinces. And each one of the provinces has their own unique kind of identity based on the history of Korea. So, uh, you know, a thousand years ago or, you know, 1500 years ago, there was, there were different kingdoms of the Korean peninsula and there were three specific kingdoms that everyone really talked about. Uh, and it's known as the three kingdoms period. Uh, so each one of those kingdoms capitals are spread across the country. So you can go to uh, the city called Daejeon today and you can see the the Pekche dynasty, um, or maybe that was the Shila dynasty. I always get those two confused. <laughs> it was one of the dynasty's uh, kingdoms there. Um, so you can see kind of the the ancient ruins almost of that kingdom, and the sometimes there's like little folk villages that you can see how life was like in those you know that that certain period. Uh, they're really big on their history, and it's really cool to see all of the really historically accurate dramas and and you know recreations that they do for festivals and things um it's just a really it's a small country but it's got such a deep history and a deep knowledge of kind of who they are and what they what they stand for so that was that was always really impressive to me being kind of a history nerd now i feel like i need to go to korea <laughs> so what do you miss more about Korea? It's it's always going to be the food. I mean, the people are, are great, obviously, but the food in Korea is, is so good. Um, if you like spicy food, they've got some of the spiciest ramen in the world. And um, there's a there's a plate or a, you know, a specific dish called fire chicken, uh, and it is, whew, it, it comes out and it's really deep red because of how spicy it is. So Obviously, anything comes out and it's a little red. You're like, oh, it's probably a little spicy, but this is a, a really deep, rich red. So you know it's going to burn. Um, and my life, my wife loved the uh, it's extra spicy beef stew called orkunyukgejang. Uh, and uh, that was one of her favorite dishes. But the food there, all the different regions, like I said, uh, in the different provinces, they're all 
known for a specific dish. You know, certain locations are known for their ginseng chicken, you know, stew. Um, some are known for their fried chicken. And it's just, it's really interesting how each one of those regions have their own dish and they're all, it's all so good. Um, there's obviously a few weird foods that uh, most Americans are not readily uh, willing to try. So uh, there's always those things that you're just like, oh, I'm not, I'm not sure if I want to eat that, but everything else uh, is really good. It was, it was so tasty. It's very flavorful and they want to make sure that the food tastes so good that you can't stop eating. Um, and it's also very cheap. So you can fill up an entire a table full of food uh, with the side dishes and everything that come with each meal uh, for, you know, 10 US dollars or, you know, manwon in Korean. And uh, so that's that's one thing I definitely uh, miss about Korea is is the experiences of food and you know, the culture of food is, is a little different there, too. Everyone eats pretty much out of the same bowls. You know, it's a very family-oriented uh, society. So whenever you get a dish, it sits in the middle of the table usually, and everyone spoons out of that and into their own bowls or whatever. Uh, or they just eat, you know, off the grill in the middle of the table if you're eating, you know, specific foods. So it's the, the culture and the food itself, obviously. They, they kind of go hand in hand. So that's, that's definitely something I, I really miss about it. Wow, this sounds delicious. Are you cooking Korea food at home? I don't, actually. We, um... Obviously, it's always a, a challenge to make sure the kids like it, too. Otherwise, it's just me and the wife eating all the food for the rest of our lives. So, but, um, you know, the, the Thai curry that my wife did, uh, the kids loved it, too. So that's that's something that she she does uh, pretty often. But we haven't tried any Korean food. Um, maybe we're afraid that it's not going to taste as good. I don't know. Uh, that is that is interesting. I'll have to ask my wife if uh, if she's down to try some Korean food. Yeah, maybe definitely food, uh, Korean food will not taste the same <laughs> than yeah. the one from Korea. And uh, would you ever go back to South Korea? So I would. I would like to take my kids there as they get a little bit older. So my oldest was the only one who had ever been there, but she left when she was I don't know, two and a half years or three years old, maybe. So she doesn't remember anything about Korea. Um, and none of my other children, I have, I have three kids. Uh, none of my other children have ever been there. They know that I've lived there. They know that, you know, mom has lived there. They know that Lena has lived there, my oldest. Uh, they know that, you know, my job is to translate Korean, but uh, they, they've never really experienced anything like it. So I would like to take a trip there eventually. Um, probably after I get out of the military, so I don't have to worry about all the military rules and regulations that uh, I would be subject to. You know, there's curfews and things like that, um, and I wouldn't want that to interfere in the in the trip. So I I would like to go. I don't currently have any plans to do that. We we have yet to go to Europe, so we are. I'm more uh, excited about going to Europe because I, I've yet to go there. I've I've done the East Asian tour. I've you know I've visited a lot of those countries and, and places and saw a lot of great things. 
Um, but I'd like to, I'd also like to go to Europe and see, you know, that part of the world and, and um, all the, all the splendor that that side of the world has as well. Yes, you can play by ear. So uh, Derek, before we move on from Korea, I have to know what dishes did you like the most? So I like just about everything. Um, but I remember, so like I said, the, the Korean society is very family oriented. So I had a friend who's an, she's an older, she was an older girl. Uh, so I would call her older sister. It's called Nuna. And, and for a guy to call an older sister or an older female, it's, it's Nuna. So one of my Nuda, Nunas, she uh, worked downtown in Seoul. And she also went to one of the colleges there. And one day I, I went up to visit her at her school to see what Korean college was like. And I also went to like next to her work. And we went and had food and uh, at, a, at a place. It's a, it's a chain restaurant, but I can't. I can never remember the name of it. I know it starts with Kama, but I, I don't remember the name of it. But as we're sitting there and we're talking, uh, all of a sudden this smell, this amazing smell came out, like just hit me in the face. And I was like, what is that dish? Uh, and it was, it was just a bowl of kimchi chige, which is kimchi stew. And it was in a hot stone pot and they sat it down right in front of me. And I was so excited. It was the most delicious thing. It's got, kimchi and a lot of different vegetables and i think it had a little bit of beef in it and rice and it's you know you cover it with red pepper paste um it's almost like uh, a dish called dorsot bibimbap which is hot stone uh kind of stir fry bibimbap is just a, a mixture of a bunch of different things and you just stir it all together and you know mix it all together and eat it uh with a spoon um so you get like a little taste of the vegetables and the rice and the meat and the in the kimchi and the you know boiled egg or, or fried egg that's on there so there's a whole bunch of mixture in there but uh that that dish is always has always reminded me whenever i smell anything like that that kimchi chige it always takes me back to that specific seat in korea where i was eating that now that, that was probably my favorite dish um in korea the kimchi chige yeah, and now I'm getting hungry. Uh, so good. <laughs> actually, I tried once uh, this bing bing pop. Sorry, <laughs> correct me, please. Uh, and I love it. So this dish is my favorite. From the bibimbap? Yeah, bibimbap. Yeah, it is really good. As we are speaking of food, I think that Food is art, joy, and life. And it reminds me of a quote from Maya Angelou that says, Life is pure adventure. The sooner we realize that, the quicker we'll be able to treat life as art. The reason why I love this quote is because it reinforces the idea that we need to live more in the moment and be more mindful. We need to be present. It's very trendy to say that, but it's true. I really believe that. So I find it so important and inspiring, especially during these days, to ask my guests, what do you, Derek, need in life to be happy? So I, I, I have to agree. I, I believe that uh, 
we should be living a lot more in the moment and there's there's too much of focus on the past or the future uh, which really hinders people's ability to really fully take in the the present um so i, I agree with you that so uh happiness for me I, I really i need my i need my family and i need my you know friends people that that i uh, i have a very small amount of friends i have a lot of coworkers and i have a lot of colleagues and acquaintances but the the people that i know that i could call at any time um it is pretty limited and that's kind of the one of the downsides of being in the military because you know you're always going to move but um so family those friends and honestly an opportunity to learn i've i've been thinking a lot about what i wanted my children to learn as you know they got older and i've been thinking about what i want to either impart on them um, and as I've been going through that and kind of doing that introspection, trying to figure out what I want them to learn, I realized that there was a lot of things that I needed to work on myself and I needed to learn for myself. Uh, and I really like the idea of always being open to new experiences, open to learning something new, whether it's something, you know, that you should start doing or something you know not to do now. Um, I think that everyone can teach you something and uh, happiness to me is always, you know, having that family and that friends. Um, and of course, spending time, you know, improving, not just myself, but making sure that I'm improving for the rest of the world. Because we're all we're all in this world together. So I think the better that I can be for myself and for my family and for the world, uh, the, you know, small little bit better the world can be as well. Save big money on everything for your next project at Menards. Spring is here making it the perfect time for outdoor projects. Suncast storage sheds are an excellent solution for protecting outdoor lawn and gardening tools. They're easy to assemble, and the all-weather construction provides water resistance and UV protection. Save big on Suncast storage sheds. View our selection of Suncast products today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big money at Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. On that note, speaking of bettering yourself, what motivates you to keep self-improving? Yeah, it's, it's that, honestly. It's the, it's the family and that thought that I need to make sure that I'm improving myself so that I can be a better father for my children, a better husband for my wife, um, a better friend to my friends, you know, or people who, who feel like they need to reach out to me or maybe, um, be the type of person that someone would want to reach out in the event that they're, they're having issues. So I, I definitely knew that I wanted to improve myself. And so I, I read, or I've been reading, uh, pretty, 
pretty voraciously for the past few years. Uh, every book I can get my hands on, I, I've tried to read and, and really internalize what the meaning and the message of the books are. Um, and I want to make sure that I am leaving wherever I'm at, whether it be in the military, whether it be at, um, I don't know, a grocery store. It, anywhere I go or anything I do, I want to make sure that I leave it better than when I found it. Um, and I think that I need to make sure that I always know that I'm a work in progress, um, that I'm never, I've never reached the level that I need to be. I always need to keep moving forward, keep improving, keep trying to ensure that I never accept my status quo, that I always keep trying to um, move the needle a little bit more each day. You know, uh, I think the, the Japanese have a word called Kaizen, and it's, you know, little improvements each day. Um, and so if you improve just 1% today, you know, at the end of the year, or each day, you know, at the end of the year, that's 365% better than what you were. And that can be in any aspect of life. Um, and it's, it sounds really simple to do, just improve one thing, uh, improve the, the speed of your reading, your clarity of, of how you understand people or conversations, you know, read someone you don't agree with. Let's, let's say if, if you're a Christian and, you know, you have a, a, a friend that's Muslim, you know, talk to them about their religion, you know, learn a little bit about their side and just, it makes you so much better and relatable that you can have conversations about certain things later in life. If you need to have a deep conversation, you will have a, a common ground to stand on. And I think just that thought about making sure that I'm improving me so that the world can be a little bit better. Uh, that's what, that's what kind of drives me to, to keep Im improving myself. I totally agree with you. And if you weren't in the air force, what do you see yourself doing for a living? So I have, I have thought about this a lot, um, or let's let not really a lot. Let's go with, I've, I've thought about this on a few different occasions and I, I really don't, I don't know. Um, the, the place that I come from, like you said at the beginning, uh, Lakeland, Florida, it's a population of about 70,000 people. And there are a lot of different jobs there, but none of the, things that maybe I would think of as careers. Obviously, there, there are a lot of careers there as well. Otherwise, no one would live there. But um, I really like the idea of teaching. I've been teaching martial arts and, and women's self-defense classes since I was a really young, at a young age, roughly 12. And uh, in the military, I spent four years in Texas being an instructor for my job so I could teach the new airmen how to do the job that I do. Um, and that is really, uh, it's really good to see how what you do impacts another person as well as, you know, the world as a whole. So you can see exactly what you taught, how it's going to improve, you know, the Air Force or um, a woman's safety if it's a hand-to-hand -hand combat course or something to that effect. Um, it's really, it's really rewarding. Um, and I think that I would want to do something along the lines of teaching or maybe like social work to, to help people. 
because I think those are extremely important professions in the world. Uh, obviously, they don't get they don't get paid nearly enough, uh, and for the amount of work that they do. But I think uh, hopefully I would want to be doing something in the teaching or maybe social work profession. Yes, teaching is very rewarding. I agree a hundred. That's beautifully said. You've already accomplished so much. Do you have any goals you have yet to accomplish? So, um, like you said earlier, I, I've been in the Air Force for 18 years and I can retire at the 20 year mark. Um, so, uh, I will, I am planning on retiring roughly around May or June of 2023. That'll be 20 years plus a little bit more. Um, that'll be towards the end of my children's school year. So, when I retire, I, you know, they don't have to up and move in the middle of a school year. So, uh, I, we are planning on retiring them uh, at, at that time. My, my wife has uh, expressed that she would like to settle down and stop moving around the world. And I totally understand that. And I agree with her. I'm also ready to sit, you know, settle down, set up roots, make sure that my kids are in a established school and hobbies, routine, things like that. So, cause that's important for them as well. So, um, we don't, we don't know where we want to go yet. We, we had an idea of Virginia in, uh, in the United States, uh, or Seattle, Washington, um, in uh, Washington state. But, you know, we've, we've also talked about moving to, you know, a different country, you know, Ireland or you know, England, um, or, you know, the United Kingdom and, uh, Maybe not for a job, but I would I would definitely love to do some, uh, uh, you know, if if not just traveling, I would like to spend some more time in other countries because obviously I, I really enjoyed that. Um, but, yeah, I don't I don't have anything specifically that I that I want to accomplish uh, right now. I, I do have goals. I want to make sure that my kids are, you know, I they learn as much as they can while they're still young, because, you know, like I said, I have a seven and eight year old and they are. They are really impressionable at this age with the, the you know, the friends that they hang out with. And I want to make sure that. Me and my wife explain certain things about how people in general act and react to certain situations. And obviously there's a huge political climate that's going on right now in the United States with you know, the transfer of or um, the inauguration of President-elect Joe Biden. Um, there's a lot of there's a lot of things that are going on in the world, and we want to make sure that we kind of um, filter some of that information because there's a lot of things they just they won't understand at this age, and that's fine. There's a lot of things that I don't even understand about all the you know the mentalities and thought processes of certain individuals, but uh, making sure that our children understand kind of how the world works. At their level right now and then as they can continue to grow and get older uh modify or kind of expound on their understanding that's that's always my goal i want to make sure that they're smarter than me i want i want to make sure that they're you know uh more emotionally intelligent i want to make sure that they understand themselves a lot better than i ever could uh, i want to i want to make sure that they're just all around better in all aspects than I ever could be. So that's my, that's probably my life goal. So not a, it's not a five-year plan, I promise. 
That sounds like a good plan. Derek, can't humble That's my first attempt at Korean. That that was pretty good. Uh, Thank I, you. I, I don't know what my first attempt sounded like, but I guarantee it wasn't like that. <laughs> <laughs> so hopefully I didn't budget too much. Oh, no. But thank you so much for stopping by on the very first episode of The Relatable Voice. It has been an absolute pleasure to have you. I'm sure our listeners have been inspired by your story and have learned a lot. And I think it's really important for our listeners to learn about different experiences. And what you shared today is the perfect example of that. The pleasure is all mine. Thank you. And who knows, we'll see your name in print soon. It's, it's possible. Yeah, I was thinking about the letters. Maybe they can become a book. Uh, like I said, the, the letters I've written to my children, they're, they're not old enough to really understand them yet. So I don't want to, obviously, I don't want to give them to them uh, if they don't, if, if I know that they're not capable of comprehending some of the ideas and things like that at this time. But as they get older, and maybe I might uh, rewrite those letters. I, I might have a completely different outlook in five years. Um, and that's, that's also really exciting to me. I want to make sure that I remain open to changing my own perspectives, my own beliefs and my own, you know, biases and, and, and thought processes so that I can evolve so that my children can evolve so much more quicker. Um, so yeah, maybe those letters will become a book. Uh, I'm not sure how many, how many, uh, People want to know my thoughts on certain things, but um, I'm I'm always willing to share, especially, you know, the things that I want my kids to learn. I, it's not just for my kids. I want everyone to, you know, understand kind of my thought process on certain things as well. Um, so that once we learn a little bit more about each individual person, I think we'll just be better. We'll have better conversations with each other. And I think that's really what the world is lacking is just good, honest conversation. Definitely. I totally agree with you. So thank you again very much, Derek. Thank you. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe so you'll be notified when the next one is posted. Please rate this podcast and share it with your friends. Thank you for listening. And remember, relationships don't exist. Relating does. Until next time. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.